0: Good afternoon, everyone. Hope you're doing well. Got a little bit of rain Um, yesterday. A little bit more this evening, I hope. We're still way behind, so let's keep praying for that rain to come. We had a break last week for spring break, so it's been a couple of weeks since we met on Wednesday night, and the passage of Scripture that we took a look at was um, the conclusion of chapter 10. Um, Specifically, um, it will be 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 23, through um, chapter 11, verse 1. So if you'd like to take a little time to read that uh, before, we, um, before we jump into our discussion, um, we'll give you a little bit of time to do that. Just press pause, um, get that done, and we'll, we'll get back together and take a look at this conclusion. Okay, hopefully you've had a time uh, an opportunity to read 10:23 through 11:1. This isn't just the conclusion to chapter 10. This is kind of the finally the conclusion to Paul's entire discussion on meat sacrificed to idols. He spent a significant amount of time um, in covering this subject, which shows us that this was this was a big deal not just in Corinth but um, also in a lot of the other um, Gentile cities or Gentile locations. And this was this was definitely a question in the mind of a lot of first century century Christians. So, um, but it is applicable to us as well because we still have a lot of freedom in Christ. And speaking of freedom, let's just jump into that. Paul, again, in chapter 10, Quotes a libertarian slogan of the day. He did this back in chapter 6. He does it actually twice in verse 23. And it says, All things are lawful. And he says it again, All things are lawful. Now, following those, he says, All things are lawful, but not all things are profitable. All things are lawful, but not all things edify. Um, and what that amounts to is when acting on freedom, because as I said, we still have a lot of freedom in Christ. But before acting on one of those freedoms we have in Christ, um, we should probably precede that with three questions. And what I'm talking about here is freedoms that um, can be uh, in areas that we, we don't do the meat sacrifice to idols thing anymore. I mean, I've never been to... Maple Street Meat Market or Walmart or the grocery store and seen a special section in the meat section that was meat that was just sacrificed to idols in a local temple. Never seen it. It's not a part of our life. But there are certain areas when it comes to freedoms that we have today that are still somewhat considered taboo. Um, some Christians say, "Nah, I don't think we should participate in that. Some say, uh, I don't see any problem with participating in that. And there isn't anything in Scripture that prohibits Um, partaking in a freedom in this way. So this is something that still affects us to this day. Now on that note, when it comes to any of these freedoms, these questions should probably be asked before we jump into um, participating in, in something when it comes to our freedom. First question is this, does this build my Christian character? in doing this, eating this, drinking this, whatever it might be, does this build my Christian character? Question number two, does this build the character of my brother or sister in Christ, especially if what I am Going to do here might be seen by them as something that is not a good thing at all? Um, would this hurt their character? And finally, does this hurt the church as a whole? And these are questions that we probably should ask ourselves when it comes to any of these freedoms, because as Paul, in this conclusion, will make very, very clear, our, the, 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 character building the the growth and just the spiritual well-being of our brother and sister in Christ should always trump our freedoms. So, okay, now moving on, Paul is again just going to wrap up this discussion, and before we even jump into it, we need to remember that he's already made it clear to his audience that when he's talking about meat sacrifice to idols, he is that is a separate discussion than going to one of the pagan temples of worship um, that, that would have existed in the city of Corinth. As we said, that was the center of worship. Worship for Aphrodite um, and and when as we looked at through the last part first part of chapter 10 or the middle part I should say of chapter 10 as we discussed our last time together um, Paul is not advocating going and participating um, in those activities um, that take place in those temples. Um, So he's talking about meat sacrifice to idols. He's talking about going and buying that meat or going to somebody's house and eating. He says, just don't ask questions. Just eat what's set in front of you and move on. Okay? so. Um that is very very good advice that that Paul gives. Now, if if you continue through the remainder of this chapter, you'll if you don't break this down in the right way, it could be a little bit confusing because it seems like Paul is advocating um on one hand that if if somebody has an issue with this, you should you should uh, kowtow, if you will, to their, their, um, their belief on this, especially if it's an immature believer. But he also seems, you know, in verses 28 and 29 to, to be saying that what does somebody else's opinion of what I'm doing even matter? Their conscience is not going to be my guide. Um, so it would be a little confusing if you didn't understand what Paul is getting at. And this is what it all boils down to. The decision of whether or not to stand for freedom, in this case, eating of meat sacrificed to idols, to stand for that or willingly yield that freedom has to do with the humility or lack thereof by the questioner. What I'm, what do we mean by that? Is this Paul would willingly give up his freedoms for a weaker brother or sister in Christ, meaning someone who had not yet reached the level of spiritual maturity to understand that all food in this world is given to us by God. It goes in, you eat it, it goes in your body, and it's eliminated. It does nothing to contaminate you. And for someone who does not yet understand that, and me eating that, or Paul eating that would be a problem for them, he will give up that freedom. Now, on the other hand, if the questioner is coming in a judgmental way condemning paul for his actions someone who's already mature enough that they should understand or been at this following christ thing long enough to understand that there is freedom to do this he he will stand up for his freedom in that case and, and so we need to we need to be sure that we understand understand this completely when you get into verse 31 through the remainder of the chapter and into verse 1 of chapter 11 we see that paul is kind of concluding the this this discussion of meat sacrifice to idols and and the point that he makes is this god is glorified God is glorified because in verse 31, it talks, it says here, I'll, I'll quote it, whether then you eat or drink or whatever you do, do all to the glory of God. God is glorified when there is sympathy and concern shown for his people. And Paul wants his readers and he wants to even remind himself that is, that is always what is most important and he never wants to be putting an obstacle of any kind in front of any way. Whether it's a Jew, whether it's a Gentile, it does not matter. If it's someone he's trying to win to Christ or someone who's already been won to Christ and is growing in their faith, he wants no obstacles between them and growing in the Lord. So um, all of this said, um, Paul makes wraps this whole thing up um, with a verse that is so so vitally important um, in verse in verse 1 of chapter 11. He says this, Be imitators of me just as I also am of Christ. Um, Paul wasn't saying to his audience to imitate him because he was a wonderful person. Paul was saying to his audience, imitate me because I'm doing everything I can to imitate Christ. And what a great thing to be able to say, for us to be able to say to others. that That is a, a place in Christ we should all be a trying very hard to attain, that we can look to those who uh, in a spiritual way are following us, not because we're great people, we're not, but because we're following Christ and be able to say with complete sincerity, imitate me as I am imitating Christ. What what an amazing thing uh, to be able to do. And a big part of imitating Christ is imitating his love and his concern for others. Matter of fact, Philippians chapter two, which lifts up Christ in the ultimate way of example for us, humility, because Jesus, who although existed in the form of God, did not regard equality with God a thing to be grasped, but emptied himself that's what he did when he came into this world, not just as a man, but as a bondservant, as a man who is willing to lay down his life for the people that he loved. And in Philippians 2, Paul says this, Have the adi- this attitude in yourselves, which was also in Christ Jesus. Um, you, take, you take other people and you take their interest and you elevate them above your own. Why? Because that's exactly what Christ did. So, and that finally wraps up this um, discussion on Meat Sacrifice to Idols. So, um, tomorrow evening, um, tomorrow will be, uh, if I'm right, I think it is March 23rd, we'll be meeting together at 7 p.m. Um, for class, and we will jump into chapter 11 um, and and move on from Meat Sacrifice to Idols into a new discussion. We're going to be jumping into a lot of things. He's going to cover some, some different roles within the church, um, what that looks like. Um, from there, he will jump. Into some spiritual gift discussion, the Lord's Supper is going to be there in the middle of that, and and boy, it's going to be it's going to be good um, in these next few chapters. So, hope you can join us tomorrow evening, um, April or not April, March 23rd at 7 p.m. We'll have class. Um, then it will be preceded at six o'clock by a meal, um, and then at seven we'll have classes for for all ages, uh, from from little bitty guys all the way up through high school, um, and then obviously this class for adults. So hope you can join us. I hope you have a good remainder of your day. Let's continue to pray for that rain.